Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 609. You don't know you can't screw anything up until you haven't tried it. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Ivan LaCroix. Ivan, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Of course. Got my five-point harness and my hands device on. All right, great. And maybe a machine orbital or polish in your hand, too. And we're going to explain that in a second. Ivan LaCroix is from Granby, Quebec, Canada. He's a serial entrepreneur, having run a Volvo restoration shop and a repair breeze. Did I say that right? Repair breeze. Ah, well, you say it much nicer than I do. It's a franchise full-service automotive reconditioning company. His wife manages that business now. He's a lifelong passion for racing, and he's a volunteer at the local dirt track, and he spent years as a tech inspector on a variety of racetracks in his region. Currently, Ivan is the regional manager for Optimum Polymer Technologies. Their OptiCoat Plus Pro is a ceramic paint protection package that delivers maximum gloss, plus increased anti-water spotting and hydrophobic properties for long-term protection on your special vehicles. OptiCoat's president, David Gaddusi, and Dan Williams, their regional manager in the western United States, have both been guests here on Cars, yeah, so very cool to have you on board as well, Ivan. I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your career and, of course, your passion for automobiles and making them look really good? Well, I've been uh, involved in uh, making cars look good for a long time. Done a lot of uh, research and development in the over the years. Worked for Porter Cable. Uh, helped in the development of the tool that sort of modified the industry a little bit. So I had a, a hand in that. Just a bit of uh, trivia, the first car to be polished with a Porter Cable was a Volvo 244 GL, 1970. Oh my gosh, no kidding. In Carlsbad Gold, which has nothing to do with the color gold. It looked more like a diaper streak yellow, but anyways. <laughs> Started uh, Ripabris in uh, 2003 after having a very bad back accident. Uh, was operated in my back, had uh, three herniated discs. Mm. Uh, doctor said you couldn't, uh, couldn't work anymore. So, uh, started doing windshield repair, which is actually what the name means in French. It's a play on words for windshield repair. Okay. Doing, doing mobile windshield repair and kept adding services and adding services till we got to a full service shop 
The only thing we don't do is mechanical because I don't like getting my hands dirty. <laughs> Very cool. You know what's really cool about this? Um, your involvement with Porter Cable way, way back, a company I was involved in before this venture, Griot's Garage, uh, we sold thousands of Porter Cable orbitals early in the day. That was the first random orbital I ever picked up and used on a car because, of course, as you know, and those some listeners will know, versus the direct drive, you really can't hurt paint with those cards if you're using the right products unless you do something really silly. And, oh, yeah. my gosh, uh, yeah, I have an intimate relationship with Porter Cable. So to be talking to a guy that used the first one, this is really cool. I didn't know that about you. So, yes, it goes back a long way. Yeah, it started out as a sander for wood. Right, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a cabinet cabinet maker by trade. Okay. And uh, polishing polishing tables and stuff and got moved into polishing cars. But uh, the Porter Cable was designed as a sander, and I took one of the prototypes home glued a foam pad because we didn't have Velcro right. back then. Yeah. The glued a foam pad to it, polished my old Volvo, and it's like, oh, this is easy. This would be good for a home hobbyist. Never thinking it would ever get into the hand of a professional detailer. Right. Or, you know, uh, I'm a rotary user, always have been, and probably always will be. DAs have their place. They're great tools, but a rotary is just so nice. So a, a lot of fun to use. If you know what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, otherwise... You see those cars on the freeway with those beautiful halo marks all down the side. I say beautiful with a, a distaste in my mouth because, oh, man, I've seen more cars wrecked by those things. Well, some people can be quite artistic with it. <laughs> yeah, there, it's a nice way to put it. Very artistic for sure. Well, we're going to learn a lot more about this as we move through the questions. But first, as we continue on your automotive journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or some kind of mantra. It's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning, or the random orbital wheel, or the direct drive wheel turning. So, Ivan, take the wheel. You don't know you can't screw anything up until you haven't tried it. <laughs> now, that's first. That's a first. How have you incorporated that into your life and your career around cars? I'm always willing to try something. I don't know I can't do it until I failed at it. Yeah. That's probably better. I'm translating from French, by the way. English <laughs> is a second language for me. You're doing way better than I would be doing with French, so <laughs> merci. Normally, I should be uh, speaking like this, but I force myself not to sound the, to have the French accent, ah. so <laughs> understand me a little better. But uh, anyways, <laughs> so I force myself not to sound too French. But nonetheless, <laughs> I'm never afraid to try something different. I'm never try, afraid to try a new technology, to try a different way of doing things, to try to advance, to try to get better, to try new things. Except for food. Sushi? No, can't do that. <laughs> You know, this is really cool because I mentioned in the beginning when I introduced you as a serial entrepreneur, and that is a sign of a true entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs, they might be a little concerned about failure, but they really aren't because if you don't try things, you don't know where you can go. So I think that's an awesome mantra, an awesome quote. And that's how, how you move ahead, how you get forward, how you learn and do new things, whether it's jumping out of an airplane or driving a race car or putting a machine in your hand and applying it to a paint surface and going, okay, how can I make this look better? Or, oh, I hope I don't mess it up. I always used to tell people, if you're afraid of using a machine on a car, go rent a car and practice <laughs> on that. I guarantee you the car will probably go back looking better than when you got it. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Very cool. I like that very much. Well, I would love for you to go back in time and talk about a story that instigated your passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you realized that you were a car guy? I'm a son of a car guy. So, <laughs> But my father, like myself, didn't really like getting his hands dirty. So in the 60s and 70s, he bought a new car every year because it always had to be under warranty. But nonetheless, 
uh, grew up around a racetrack. I was six months old the first time I went to our local dirt track. Wow. Been going ever since. <laughs> uh, so my whole family has been involved in racing, but on the other side of the fence as officials. You know, we have a couple couple racers in the family as well, but we're involved as flagmen, tech inspectors, uh, working in the restaurants and the, uh, the racetrack, uh, working as tow, tow truck drivers at the racetrack, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So, we have an involvement on that side of the racetrack. So a little different view than most people. Most yeah. people want to be in the car. We want to help the show along and make the people safe. And my involvement in racing has primarily been on the tech inspection side. Well, I always appreciate folks like you because I raced vintage cars for 12 years. And you can't do vintage races without a lot of people volunteering to help from the, the tech people, the guys in the pits, the paddock, uh, the guys running the show, the flag stands, people. Um, the people driving the tow truck, the ambulance, all those people make it possible for those of us who jumped in a race car, went out and have some fun on the track to, to make that whole experience happen. So uh, thank you, you and your family for that. Right. Yeah, I appreciate that. So Ivan, what I want to do now is look at some of the roads you've driven down. Crawl under the hood, get our hands dirty. I know you don't like mm-hmm. to get your hands dirty, but I use that as a nice metaphor. I'd love for you to share a huge challenge or even a better a great failure that you faced along the way take us to that painful moment in time walk us through it but the most important part of this has to do with how did you overcome it what did it teach you so that you can move forward well the biggest painful moment and probably failure at the same time was actually when i screwed my back up Mm, so i had i had two good businesses going at the volvo restoration shop and the cabinet shop and i had to i had to sell them i couldn't i couldn't move forward with those Mm. so that permitted me to start this new company and uh, that's you know exploded in my life and changed a lot a lot of things and uh, moved forward so Repaubris has changed uh, now my wife and I work together and actually I'm moving away from Repaubris so she's working alone again uh-huh. but uh, we're trying to sell that company and uh, both work for both work with or for Optimum and my my passion has always been and even when I was working with my company has been training and teaching people and you know helping people better their skills and I have two qualities in life I'm cheap and I'm lazy <laughs> so those are my two biggest qualities uh, some people will say efficient but you know I say cheap and lazy so I try to always improve the process as much as possible uh, make it more efficient make it more profitable make it move better and easier yeah sure well you know the takeaway i get from this is um it's one of those situations where one door closes and if you're willing to look up to find another door that can open that can very much do that so if there's a takeaway you could share with folks out there that might be facing a big change in their career either through a physical injury or their job loss or economic downturn whatever it would be what would you offer to them as some insight so that they can see that you know what there is another me another future out there for them oh definitely always look forward the the rearview mirror it's a lot smaller than the windshield for a reason <laughs> yes i like now there's a great quote i haven't heard that one before but i like it yeah you know i have a a great quote i love to share from Ayrton senna the great formula one champion he said the past is just data i only see the future Oh, I love that saying because that's exactly what you said. Always have your head up. And of course, that track metaphor, racing, you always have your head up looking down the track where you want to go, not where you think you're going. Because if you look at that tree, you're going to run right into it. So Exactly. And I come from a dirt track background. There's no mirrors on dirt track cars. Ah, uh, no. No spotters. No, no. You're always looking way down that track for exactly. that next rut to avoid or car to avoid. 
Well, let's shift gears yeah. here, Ivan, and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a story about a career aha moment. It sounds like you've had several career aha moments. Take us to one, walk us through that, and tell us how you took the steps to turn that aha moment into a success. One of my biggest aha moments was when I first used Optimum Car Wax. Uh, I'd used many other brands of products before. And when I first used the Optimum Car Wax, which is the first product I used from Optimum, changed the way I waxed cars forever. I haven't used a paste wax since. And then from there, um, people who know me know I have a tendency to like a product called Optimum No Rinse, O&R. It replaces soap. For washing a car, it's very different. Uh, if Optimum were to stop making that product today, I'd go out of business. Oh, gosh. It's, it's, a, it's a key integral part of your process. Very much so. I haven't washed a car with soap in roughly 10 years. So, as I said, I'm cheap and I'm lazy. It's a product you dilute 256 to 1. It goes a long way. It's a lot safer for paint. You know, we're washing, we're still washing cars with soap and water. Ben Hur washed his chariot before the races in Rome with soap and water. <laughs> cars have evolved since then. Yeah. Clear coat is not, you know, the old lacquer paints. So things have changed. And using that product was, for me, well, the Optimum Car Wax, which led me to the O&R. But the O&R was really the big aha moment. It changed the way I do business. So Wow, amazing. Well, I'll tell you what. David, when I had him on the show, the uh, president and chief mm -hmm. chemist at your company, really got me excited about the products. He was kind enough to send me a lot of your products. I've been playing with them the last few weekends, and I used that product last weekend on my wife's car. And I'll tell you, I've been in the car business and the chemical business I was for many, many years developing products right. when I was at Grio's Garage. This product you're talking about is really different. I mean, it was, I thought, okay, well, I've tested so many things and tried things and mm -hmm. Really, really cool. I got to play with the tire shine. I got to play with the glass cleaner. I got to play with the uh, spray-on wipe-off detailer that you guys have, yeah. the vinyl and rubber dressing product uh, that you can use on the tires. Mm -hmm. And tell you, everything I've been able to play with, I've only had this stuff for about a week. I've been just blown away. It, it's really, really cool products. Uh, love them. I'm still playing with them. I want to do even more with them. So, uh, I'm really excited to hear that, but I agree with you. Now that I've had my hands on the product, I can say that without just sounding like I'm making you sound good. So yeah. <laughs> I can be honest about it for sure. Very, very exactly. cool. I love it. We're going to learn a little bit more about those products as we move forward. But first, I'd like to yep. ask you about your proudest career moment. I would assume you've had many. You're a mature guy like me. You've been around for a while. Looks uh, like we have the same haircut too. I think yeah. we've worn so many hats, we've worn our hair off, is what I always say. Or I yeah. can blame my folks if I want to, but uh, the latter is a little better. How about a proudest career moments? Would you share one with us? When we sold our first franchise, mm. it was a lot of effort to get to be able to franchise a business. And someone wants to be a franchiser, the biggest uh, thing I can say is don't do it. Oh, you know, I've been involved with a couple people as a consultant. Oh, my gosh. It is so complex. It is so yeah. involved. There's just talk about road pitfalls and potholes you can fall into yeah, yeah tell us a little bit about that experience well you know getting up to selling a franchise you have to have proof of concept there's a lot of lawyers involved there's a lot of accountants involved uh etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's a long road so when you sell that first one it's a big accomplishment but after that a lot of pitfalls a lot of things you become a full-time babysitter well, yeah, because you've got these people that have come into the company that don't know it the way you do, and they think that, oh, I, this is going to be easy, and nothing's easy when you're running your own business. No, and in the automotive world, the franchising is a little different because we're obviously a service-based business, 
you know, it's a service business. We're not selling a product. We're not selling anything like that. When someone buys, let's say, a, a fast food chain franchise, they just have to set it up and people will start coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you see the sign, oh, I'm hungry, let's go. A car care center, not necessarily. Right. You know, so there's more effort that has to be put into bringing the customers in, serving the customers, et cetera. And I've always said, I don't own a car wash. I don't own a detailing center. I own a customer service business. Clean, shiny cars are just a side effect. It's an amazing amount of work. Uh, you know, I had RJ Valentine on the show, and he has been involved in many, many businesses, and he was involved in the first Jiffy Lube and how that was all set up and was telling me offline just the complications involved in that. Even a franchise that became that big yes. uh, is these people would buy them and just think, oh, now I've got it. All these people will come. And back in the early days, what's Jiffy Lube? That concept didn't even exist. Like, why would I do that? You know, I yeah. I don't take my car to some guy I don't know to do the oil changes. But the rest is history. Did really really well mm-hmm. with that. But uh, yeah, franchising, oh my gosh, huge amount of work. So kudos to you. That's why... I can see that would be a very proud moment for you. Let's go back in time again and talk a little bit about your first really special car. And maybe you could share a memory you have with that vehicle. My first special car was my first brand new car. First car I bought new, 84 Camaro with a V6, wasn't a V8, but nonetheless. That was my first you know, special car because I bought a new car and uh, it was a Camaro. It was a lot of fun. So that was a, that was a neat one. And then uh, something that led to a business, I bought a Volvo. Uh, wasn't a Volvo enthusiast at all. Just happened to pick up an old Volvo because I picked it up, needed a car. And that led to a, a little love affair with Volvos. So. <laughs> a love affair with Volvos. Wow. Well, how about a car that you've let go that you really wish you had back in your garage? Is there a car like that in your past? Yeah, a 1976 Chevy C30 pickup truck, but with a, a, a slant back bed to carry the race car. Oh, cool. That was unique. Yeah, very different. Uh, it's a vehicle I actually bought on eBay, <laughs> sight unseen. I'm in Granby, Quebec, Canada, which for people in the USA, just north of Vermont. Uh-huh. The car was in Reno, Nevada. The truck was in Reno, Nevada. Ooh. I flew a one-way ticket to Reno, flew out there, drove it home. You drove that truck home? Oh, wow. Had less than 100,000 miles on it, had never seen rain. Whoa, what a yeah. unique find. Yeah, and... Uh, I had a vintage uh, dirt modified, so the two were a perfect marriage, fit beautifully on it. Yeah. But unfortunately, uh, being a business owner, insurance companies don't really like you doing racing. They <laughs> seem to think it's some sort of a dangerous thing. Uh, <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, I know. You know. But nonetheless, so I had to sell the car. And my back, of course, doesn't really help things either. So uh, when I sold the car, the truck went with it. Yeah, you know, I was just uh, last month at Car Week down in Monterey, and I walked out of the place I was staying in Carmel by the sea, and there was a really cool uh, late 70s truck with the slant ramp on the back, and sitting on it was a 930 Porsche Turbo from that same era. Yeah, it was an old Brumos truck, which was just so cool. We have that vintage car and the vintage truck. Really was special. Well, let's talk about today and tomorrow and what has you really excited and fired up right now. I'd love for you to go into a little bit more about OptiCoat, the product, what you're doing. What has you really excited about using this product on your uh, customers' cars? Well, I've been using OptiCoat for 10 years. The product's been out there for a number of years, but it's it's snowballing. Uh, It's gaining more and more traction. People are finding out what OptiCoat is. Mm -hmm. It's a ceramic coating. It protects your paint, and it protects your paint in a much different way than a wax or a sealant does. It's basically permanent. 
the customer that I've been able to follow the longest has had his vehicle uh, for nine years now. Wow. And we put the Opticode on it in 2007. Wow. He's a, a very high-maintenance customer. He washes his car at least twice a year. <laughs> at Something. least twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because I wash my cars every week. Even if it's raining, yeah. I wash my cars. Me too. He brings his car to us to have the interior detailed. Okay. The exterior he could care less about. And that's the reason he had Opticoat put on it because he didn't want to maintain the exterior. Uh, and to him, when it rains, that's clean enough. <laughs> so when we do an interior detail, we always wash the exterior of the vehicle. Sure. And that's the only maintenance that car has ever had on the exterior. And it looks, it beads, it sheets like the first day. Wow. So that, you know, that to me is my, my standout. The customer doesn't live far from us, so I can say, drive by that house. The car sits outside year-round. Take a look at it. Yeah, you can take a look at it. Well, explain a little bit for our listeners here. I know that OptiCoat makes products that I can use at home, but this the ceramic coating, is that something that a professional like yourself or the folks in all, all over the world now that they need to apply to a car? Yeah, we have, uh, we have three coatings. We have Gloss Coat, which is one you can actually purchase and do yourself. Uh, it's a two-year, two-year, two to three-year durability coating. Uh, so it applies much like a wax, but unlike Mr. Miyagi with the white wa- wax, wax on, on wax, wax on, yeah. <laughs> it's just wax on and, oh, wow, that's nice. So, and then the other, the Optico Pro and the Optico Pro Plus, those you have to be a certified installer okay. uh, uh, to install those. It takes a little more effort, and the effort is much more in the prep than anything. The, the Optico, the final result is the result of the preparation. So the better the car is polished, of course, the better the Optico will look. So the, the Optico Pro installers around the world are highly regarded detailing professionals. Uh, we don't just take anyone. We have many, many applications every month to be Optico Pro installers, but we only take a handful every month. But it's a very special product. It ha- has a five- or seven-year warranty, whether you take the Pro or the Pro Plus, but it act- it's actually a lifetime product. Just like your car doesn't die at the side of the road when it reaches three years of 60,000 miles and the warranty's up, same with the Optico Pro. Well-maintained, it will last the lifetime of the car. Very cool. Well, this is really wonderful. And for someone that is uh, fastidious with their car care like I am but lives up here in the Pacific Northwest where we get some rain during the winter season, uh, it's quite frustrating. And to have a, a product like that, as I've looked at your guys' videos and learned more about it, it's pretty darn amazing because the hydroscopic nature of that, when water hits it, it just... It doesn't stay on it. I mean, it just comes right off. It's just like magic. One of the demonstrations I do for people is drying the car with water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you wet the car down, and then you get all nice beads on it, and just put water on it slowly, you know, from a bottle, pour water on it, and it just dries the panel off. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So very, very cool. Well, I'm going to have some more fun as I test and play with more of you guys' products and give reports back yeah. to David. But uh, so far, so good. I've really been blown away by everything I've played with. Here's a very introspective question for you, Ivan. If you were a car, what kind of car would Ivan be and why? Volvo 740 Turbo Wagon. Okay. You're the first one of those. And why is that? Very square. From the outside, sedate, calm, family-oriented etc etc which i am uh-huh. but underneath you've got a performance car nice so a bit of a sleeper i like it perfect you answered that very well <laughs> i love it when i get answers like that so ivan up next is the last lap but before we put the pedal to the metal let's say thank you to today's cars yeah sponsors 
Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, I have a question. What's the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior? It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's the fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers, and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit with over 80,000 patterns available. And they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers. Their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts, and RVs, exteriors from the elements, and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers, front end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats, and much, much more. Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. And you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, CARSYEAH. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. All right, Ivan, we're back and we're entering the last lap. And this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? For every dollar of gasoline you put in a car, put that same amount of money aside for maintenance. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Just had that discussion with uh, both my kids as they've gone off in their professional careers. Not only is it important to save just for saving sake for the future, but save a little because your car will break down and I won't be the guy fixing it anymore. So mm-hmm. you're paying to have it fixed, I should say. Exactly. Yeah. Will you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? I research everything I can. I'm not afraid. When someone asks me a question, I don't know the answer to it. I'm happy to say I don't know, but then I'll find out the answer. I'll find out. Oh, yeah. That's the exact answer to give everybody on everything. Now, how about a resource? There's tons of great resources out there, but how about one you think the Car Child listeners should get their eyeballs on? Resources, unfortunately, but fortunately, the internet. I mean, it, everything's there. Google it. <laughs> yeah. And your public library, but, <laughs> you know, the. The public library still is a good resource for finding older stuff. Yeah. But 
you know, for current things, obviously the internet is the way to go. It is. And I'll tell you, you know, my wife is a huge user of the library and the libraries these days have become very modern. She actually checks out library books that get sent to her Kindle. And so mm-hmm. then she can read for free. We get all of our movies for free from the library. Uh, so you don't have to pay for movies. So you can just bring them home and watch them. And, uh, they're really becoming online now. Uh, libraries are becoming much more credible in the sense of technology too. So I'm glad you yeah. mentioned libraries. I think they're great. People look at me sometimes and go, you go to the library? It's like, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff there. So it's it's free. Well, we paid for it with our taxes, but I'm surprised how many people do not utilize it. It's a great place. Start taking your kids there when they're little. That's that's one of the best things you can do. Now, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read, speaking of libraries, uh, that you think the Cars Out listeners would enjoy reading as well? Purple Cow. The premise of the book is very easy. In business, when you're driving by a field, if the cows are all black and white, there's one purple cow. Which one are you going to remember? Yeah, yeah. That's Seth Godin, right? Yeah. Yeah, the author. Yeah, I love him. I I, I listen or I get his blog every day. Uh, the guy's just a joy to read. I mean, it's just a lot of commonsensical stuff. But, yeah, that's yeah. one of the many books that I have that he's published. So mm-hmm. he's a great guy. Well, listeners, you can find all these great resources at carsyad.com on Ivan's show notes page. And Ivan's name is spelled Y a V A N. His last name, LaCroix, L-A-C-R-O-I-X. And there's another great place on the Cars Yeah website called Guest Recommended Books, where this book and all the past 608 guests are listed. Ivan, we are up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one collector car in your garage, but money's no object and I'll buy you any car in the world you'd like, what would that vehicle be and why? 1973 Volvo P1800 ES. Ooh, okay. That's unique. You don't have to buy it. I already have it. You do? Yeah. Uh, It's a car that I've had for 16 years. Ever since I was a kid, uh, it was a car that I wanted. I liked the look of it. And in uh, 1999 or 2000, saw one for sale at the side of the road when I was leaving a racetrack at 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) And uh, the next morning, my wife said, go back, you know. She knew what. <laughs> yeah, you didn't sleep all night. You're thinking about that, thinking about that car all night long. So I understand. Those are, you know, those are really cool cars. They're very unique. That's, that's that one Volvo that just stands out as something that's completely different. And it's a car that handles really well, fun to drive. They were a very unique car engineering wise. Mm, yeah. They're yeah. one, they're a one piece car. You can take the hood. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You can take the hood and the doors off. But the fenders are actually a, the front fenders are actually a structural member of the the car, so it's very lightweight and safe. And for 1973, had multi point electronic fuel injection, yeah. four wheel disc brakes, things like that, but still had points. That one I don't understand, but nonetheless, <laughs> a, fun, a fun car. So just finished repainting it a couple of weeks ago. What so. color is it? Uh, British racing green. Oh, cool! Awesome. Cool. Cypress green, but. Put it beside a British racing green car, and it's British racing green. Looks BRG. Yeah, absolutely. Well, very cool. I'm very happy you already have your car because it's so cool when I hear people have their dream car. I mean, that's pretty special. Plus, I don't have to buy it for you, so maybe I'll pay to have some OptiCoat put on. I'm guessing it already has some on the paint, but uh, I can at least do that for you. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Ivan, you've taken me on an awesome ride today, and I've really enjoyed your stories. Enjoyed getting to know you a little better as well, and I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Cars Out listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that beautiful Volvo? You're not having fun. It's not worth doing. Ah, <laughs> yes. Life, it's important to enjoy what you're doing. And that's what Cars Yeah is all about. People that have wrapped their passion 
into their vocations exactly like Ivan here. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your business? Well, my business now is actually Optimum. So it's Opticoat.com. You can find me on Facebook as well. Okay. Very easy to find. There's not too many Ivan Latrois on Facebook. <laughs> yes. And it's a guy with a beard and a curly mustache. So Yes, yes. Very uh, handsome fellow, I might say. So Oh, thank you. Very cool. I said you have a really nice haircut, Mark. So. Yeah, yeah. Like I we said earlier, we both have matching hair. So uh yeah. yeah, we get along just fine. Cue balls, I think they call us or something like that. Put some OptiCode up there so the water just bounces right off. So there you go. <laughs> there's a new product I'd, idea for David Caducey and your, mm-hmm. your fans back there. Well, listeners, you can find links to everything that Ivan's been so kind to share again on his show notes page at CarsYeah.com. Just type Ivan, Y-V-A-N in that search bar. He's the only one who's been on this show with that name so he'll be easy to find with links and everything i would encourage you to check out opticode if you don't know about this brand about this car care brand check it out i'm a guy who has a lot of experience with that you're going to find this uh these products to be really really cool very different very unique if you're someone that doesn't like to do their own car i'm sure you can go online find a certified professional to apply that to your paint so you don't have to deal with all that stuff anymore i think you're gonna have a big smile on your face Ivan, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and our listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you very much, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!